We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to NBA Grinders Live. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, back with one of my good buddies. That's Will. That's Chief Justice. How's it going over there, my man? Missed you this weekend. Yeah, man. Everything's going uh, okay. I, I mean, I hate I couldn't make it, man. Um, listen, family first. I, 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 we're kind of talking pre-show. Uh, Mangone doesn't, doesn't have this type of commitment in his life yet, but I've got a wife and kids, and uh, my five-year-old caught the flu. And they, they kicked her out of school, of course. And uh, two days later, she passed it to my, uh, my my two-year-old. And then my wife got sick. And so it was just uh, 
luckily I didn't get sick, uh, which was really a blessing. So, um, you know, they're, they're improving, but yeah, man, I had to, to end up missing it. And I was going to actually fly out Friday and, uh, once my daughter got sick, I pushed it to Saturday and then my other daughter got sick and I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to be able to go. So, um, that's what happened, man. But at any rate, you know, I, I see, uh, I, I got a chance to check out some very short clips of basketball footage and, uh, congrats to, uh, uh, Team JSU for pulling it out. Uh, I will be there next year, I hope. Uh, I'm sorry, Team DBI let us down. I, I know if I was there, we would have brought this championship home. Yeah, man. Uh, t- team JSU won. It, it was a fun day. Uh, you know, some people are sore afterwards. And I don't think anyone got sick so far. Soccer Dave, he pulled the Jordan Flutiate game, was sick, and then came out, <laughs> walked in, uh, you know, straight face, ready to rock. Uh, was shooting like a champ. So, yeah, it was overall an awesome, fun day, and I'm sure there will be some highlight videos coming out. So stay tuned for that, guys. Uh, I do want to go over a couple things before we get started. Listen, uh, Grinders Live over here, we have 25 likes on this video, guys. If you like what we got going on over here on Roto Grinders, please hit that like and subscribe. And if you do hit that like button, we get 250 likes on this. You know what we get, Will? We get crunch time today for free. That's with Andy Means. That's with Kevin Roth, that's with JSU, uh, the triple threat booth. Uh, tell the people, Will, why should they want to watch Crunch Time? Well, I, I think the main thing is, man, I, I have a, a ton of respect for Andy and what he's been able to accomplish in terms of core plays and cash games. I mean, I, I just feel like on most days, if you just kind of follow his blueprint in terms of, you know, three to four guys, two to three guys, uh, he's really going to help you uh, be set up for success. And then uh, my man, JSU, in terms of tournament takes, he's always going to have one that, that'll make you think that maybe you weren't thinking about it. And usually that player is, is a guy that can kind of pull you to the top of the tournament. Uh, in fact, I did not realize JSU had two seats to the, uh, to the FanDuel Fantasy Basketball Championship. Uh, I am so hurt. I'm going to have to get my mama mentality going. It is now my goal to meet JSU at this championship. I didn't know if I was going to chase it this year. I was kind of like, will I chase it? Will I not? But now that my man JSU is there, I, I got to get my seat there. So I'm going to be chasing that one here in the next couple of weeks uh, see if I can meet him out there in L.A. Yeah, man, definitely try and take that thing down uh, and get there and represent Rotor Grinders, right? Who knows? Maybe I'll give it a shot. Uh, I'm more of a cash guy, but you never know. Some of those higher stake ones sometimes can be uh, good for the cash game players. Oh, man, they're the best ones. Yeah, I, I, do, I do think those are the ones I could have a pretty good uh, shot on there. Uh, let's go to the next thing. We got to talk about the sharp side street contest. Will, uh, we won't go over our bets. We got lock bets that we're going to give you throughout the show, but I want to tell you guys a little bit about it because it's an awesome, awesome promotion that we have going on over here, guys. If you are on the sharp side app, all you got to do, you got to swipe right, swipe left on a bet. Anything that's a minus 140 or below, uh, all you got to do is hit the lock button on that bet. And if you get a streak of five, your next bet that you hit, you get a $10 in FanDuel credit. Then the next one, you get another $10 in FanDuel credit. Once you hit ten, a streak of 10, then it turns into $20 of FanDuel credit. And it keeps going up, 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 all the way to about 30 uh, lock bets in a row. It's an awesome, awesome promotion we have going on over here. So, guys, uh, go on over, download the SharpSide app, and start swiping right and left and join in the fun. Uh, then we also got to talk about the FanDuel single entry series, Will. Uh, we were talking pre-show about it a little bit. Devin's probably going to drop the link in the chat. There's a nice $3 contest going on over there. Will, can you tell the people a little, about, a little bit about the FanDuel single entry series contest? Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, it's the $3 today. Um, listen, it, you know, if you want to get yourself a seat to, to, to a live final, 
Um, are, are they doing it live this year? I didn't, I didn't check that. So if, if they're not doing it at the live final, I'm really sorry. But usually I think in the past they brought the, the single entry series to the live final. Uh, always a good time. Um, listen, you know, if you're really good at, at cranking out single entry stuff, man, you definitely want to get in this. Even even if not for the glory of being the uh, single entry champion, the payouts are just so much bigger uh, during this time. So I, uh, I definitely encourage everyone to get in. It's $3 this week. Uh, anybody can get in this one across the board. They'll have some different price points, probably three, five, 25, 50, 100, or 25, 10. Can't remember which ones, but I know they'll usually do a $100. And I know that's not for everybody, but the $3, every single DFS player can get in this one. So I'm, I'm super excited about it. Uh, and, and let's see if we can uh, get a few RG members to the top and, and meet you out there in LA if it's going to be live this year. Yeah, the good news, Will, is you don't always have to play the $100, right? Like, you can drop right. a score, right? Like, well, let's say, you know, like the wife and kids, they get sick uh, one day, and you have to take care of them. You don't have to play it every single day. It drops some scores. Uh, there's a whole standings. It's somewhere on Rotor Grinders. Uh, you know, if you can't access it, someone someone can help you out. Ask in the Discord chat that we have going on over here. People will help you find the way to, uh, you know, tackle that contest. And, again, uh, I love single entry, three entry, max. Those are my favorite kind of contests. So you'll be seeing me in these and trying to take down whatever free money is, is added in there, if it's live final stuff. Uh, who knows? I'll be jumping in on that. Also, I wanted to mention the RG Badge promo. Guys, if you haven't, if you're rocking the RG Badge and you end up winning a tournament or I think it's like top five, uh, you know, you end up getting a free Roto Grinder subscription for a month. Uh, that's something awesome that, uh, you know, you got to try, right? It's free, Will. So just put the badge on, jump on in, and, and kind of, uh, you know, try and win a, a free membership, right? That could turn into maybe winning some more money. Then you become a full-time subscriber, and then maybe you win the million one day. You never know how it can steam well. But uh, I want to shout out some guys who are rocking the RG badge. I got uh, J.A. Hust11, Jake Phillips, Yo Teach. I'm here to win. DFS cheese. I don't know if that's a cheese is goods burner account. And uh, we got Jersey guy 25. I know I'm from Jersey, but that is not my burner. Uh, but uh, Hey guys, welcome to the family. Welcome. And uh, you know, thanks a lot for joining and rocking the RG badge. Well, we got to dive right into this late before we kind of dive in. Give me a quick overview. Like, what do you think of it? Do you like it? Do you love it? What's your kind of breakdown on it? Yeah, man, I, I like this late a lot. Um, I, I think there are some good pivots. I think there are some guys that you may want to consider not pivoting off of. Um, you know, for a 10-game slate, I've been kind of following ownership projections all day. It's pretty concentrated in terms of, you know, who everybody's going to be looking to play. Uh, especially on FanDuel, with a, a little different build, but for good reason. Um, I think some of the chalky plays, I don't think you have to get away from them. Um, I'm usually more in the camp of if a chalky play is really good, I'm hitting the lock button. Uh, if a chalky play is, I think, kind of on, on the fence, then, you know, typically I'll go with the full fade. But in terms of the chalk today, I, I'm not saying it's can't miss because that's that's not true. But I definitely think these guys are – uh, should be able to get you where you need to be. And, and, you know, you get one or two guys to differentiate your lineup. And voila, you know, you, you could be at the top of a tournament real quick. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Uh, real quick, K-Max saying, he, sounds like I lost my voice a little bit. And I did. And that's one of the reasons I'm here because Dean lost his voice and then Crane is filling in for Dean. And, uh, you know, I, I'm the idiot who took a 7 a.m. flight home and a bunch of other people are traveling. But I'm here, I'm ready to rock, and I'm excited. And we just got some breaking news, and we'll break it now. This is actually massive news that's going to change the entire slate, Will. It's D'Angelo Russell. He is ruled out. So let's kick it off with that. Um, what are you going to do now here? Because th this is massive news, right? Absolutely changes everything. Uh, how do you want to approach this? Because I think this is big. 
Yeah, man. So listen, I, you know, I've got my blue notebook. If anybody's listened to uh, uh, the morning grind, I've got this blue notebook that I kind of take notes in every morning notes. You know, I've got like season notes, things that I've noticed, trends, stuff like that. Look, man, you know, you've got Alec Burks available now. Uh, one of my favorite players on the slate is now going to be Damian Lee. Um, I, I just think these are going to be some guys that are going to creep into lineups. Uh, and maybe their ownership will start pushing a little bit, um, and that might get some people off of the Boston guys. But Damian Lee, Alec Burks, I don't, I don't think it's any secret there. Um, I, I think everybody's going to look at it. In fact, I'm just going to go ahead and grab my notebook because I want to make sure I don't miss anything on that. Um, and then Glenn Robinson the third is another guy I looked at. Um, and then Draymond as well. That's kind of the group. Um, those were the five guys I kind of wrote down. Um, I didn't necessarily write down their fantasy points per minute today. I did write that for the Dallas guys. But, uh, you know, Lee and, and Burks are, are pretty much going to be two favorites of mine. And then I think you can sneak Draymond. And I think Draymond's a crazy good tournament play today. Uh, he's one of those guys you can play that could be one of those differentiators that no one considers, you know, massively on this slate. Uh, you know, if he could get get in that 40 to 50 range, you could really be set up for success. Yeah, we just got the Wizards lineup, by the way. And again, the one reason we want to play the the, the Warriors because they're playing against the Wizards, right? This is a massive total. We got Thomas Bryant. Uh, he's going to remain on that minutes limit. And uh, uh, Hachimura, he is uh, in there. I don't know if he played on the weekend. Again, I was a little busy, uh, you know, couldn't play a ton of NBA. But uh, the starting lineup is Thomas, Peyton, Beal, Hachimura, and we got Mahini starting. So, that is the full lineup there. And Evan Fournier news just came out. He is starting too. Marcus Morris expected to play tonight too after all. So tons of news flowing in. But I'm with you, Will. Uh, and I wanted to show the people on the lineup HQ, right? If you don't want to play a guy, let's say D'Angelo Russell. He's out now, right? So we're going to click the X button on D'Angelo Russell, put him in there. And if you want to adjust for the news, like say this news came at 6 like 55 and you want to just do this stuff on the fly, just you jump on in here and you just change the minutes. Like Alec Burks, he's not playing 26 minutes. Now, what would you put him for maybe? Like 30 mm, I'd probably have him at 30 as a floor. I'd, yeah. I'd say 32-34 as a ceiling, depending on how this game shakes out. Yeah. Now, obviously, you know, obviously fantasy point, point per minute is right here. And, and that can change, right? That's obviously it's a different scenario. And in the back end, I'm sure they might move that around a bit. So, uh, yeah, Alec Burks. So you can – this is a way to manually adjust some things, right? And you can just yeah. jump – Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Yes, yeah, you can jump in like I did. I X'd out uh, D'Angelo Russell. That way I don't get him in any of my lineups because you don't want him now, right? You don't want him creeping in no. by accident as like a 1% or 2% guy as you upload your script by accident. So make sure to X him out, and then you can adjust all the minutes that you want. Um, I'm with you. I'm kind of thinking Alec Burks is my favorite guy, followed by Lee. Uh, even Glenn Robinson's going to enter the picture as an interesting guy. Um I don't know. What, what do you think about the forwards? I think my one problem with Draymond Green is this spot's amazing, right? 6.5K is pricier than he's been this year, though, right? I bought him more at 5.9 and 5.5, and I like him more when D'Angelo Russell plays, and I think the reason I've liked him more, and maybe I'm wrong on this, it just feels like throughout the season, he's really only played like a lot of minutes when it's a close game and D'Angelo Russell's been in there. The one thing I will say is it's against the Wizards. I do expect a close game. The Wizards are not that good, but – are you comfortable with Draymond Green? Because if you tell me Draymond Green plays 35 minutes, I'm all in on Draymond Green. But I don't know if he's going to play that many. Yeah, listen, Draymond's only tournament for me today. Uh, which, and, and, of course, this is a tournament show. But but I, I say you give Draymond 32 minutes and you let it fly. Uh, if if he's able to, you know, get 32, 35 minutes, I, I think he's good. Damian Lee, the same thing for me. Um, you know, I'm always manually either adjusting minutes or fantasy points. Um, just because, you know, of, of how I think that the, the game will shake out. And, I mean, we've done a tremendous job 
Uh, you know, I'm only adjusting when I feel like a guy's in a, in a fantastic situation. I think this is definitely uh, this definitely fits that bill. So uh, Draymond Burks, Lee, those are guys I'm high on. Um, you know, I, th- I think Lee, Burks, Draymond could all play 32 to 35 minutes today uh, w- with Russell being out. If it's close, I think they'll all get to 35 or, cl- or pretty close to it. Um, and so th- that's got me kind of excited. I will say I like them more on FanDuel. Uh, Burks is, you know, around 5,300. Uh, Damian Lee's 4,500. Draymond's 6,200. Um, I still love them on, on DK as well. I, I don't think they'll have as much ownership. But on FanDuel, man, those, those guys are phenomenal plays. And I think a guy like uh, Damian Lee is great leverage on a guy like Bruce Brown that's going to be incredibly chalky today. Uh, and they could really end up in the same range of outcomes. Yeah, we can move on to that in a second. I actually do want to touch on that. That was going to be one of the first things I talked about when we started the show. But I want to show people, right? I just did the Burks updates. And let's say you don't like an update and your whole script's a mess, right? Just hit build rules. And all you got to do is hit reset NBA settings and it resets everything back to normal. So if you ever have some kind of issue, uh, that's one way to do that. If you guys don't know how to use the lineup builder, figure I'd give you a peek on that. And if you look up here, it says the uh, the projections were updated at 534. The ownership was projected at 534 as well. So let's see what we got for Burks here. Burks is an update. I saw Lee got an update, so it's probably not all the way done. Um, but we can uh, circle back maybe towards the end to look at those guys again. But let's talk about Brown and Reggie Jackson, right? We got Reggie Jackson questionable. Uh, th- there's a lot of Pistons that are in play today. Uh, we got uh, for 3K, I can't say his name. Is it Siku Dumba? I don't know how to say his name, but you know what I'm talking I about. I think it's Dumboya, if Dumboya. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's he's 3K. Uh, we got Drummond is always in play with the ceiling he can have. His price has gotten a little bit cheaper. Uh, Reggie Jackson and Bruce Brown, though, they're, they're the chalk of the day uh, at this point, especially if Reggie plays. Uh, how are you kind of approaching those guys now with the Warriors situation? Yeah, uh, I mean, I think in, in tournaments, even in single entry, I think it's all leverage at this point because if, if you're looking at ownership projections, uh, you're going to notice real fast that Reggie Jackson and, and Bruce Brown – have a tremendous chunk of ownership today. Um, and that's why I'm so excited about a guy like Damian Lee at, a, at shooting guard. It gives me a chance to be slightly different and not have to give up all the other good plays that I love that we'll talk about from Boston. But, uh, you know, that, that, that would be my approach today. A guy like Bruce Brown, look, it's a fantastic spot. They're playing, you know, the Memphis Grizzlies. But Bruce Brown's projected at 28% right now. We've got Damian Lee projected at 7%. Uh, I side with Damian Lee in, in terms of ownership leverage all day long. I uh, love Bruce Brown. I'm not saying I, I won't have him. It just depends on, you know, kind of how my lineup shakes out. But at, at the moment, I really think Damian Lee is who I'm going to leverage with. But Bruce Brown, fantastic play, 4K. Reggie Jackson, I think he's good chalk if he plays. We've got him projected at 50% on FanDuel right now. I'm focusing more on FanDuel because we're kind of talking about our single entry series. Reggie Jackson at 50%, I just think he's just a lot, but 45, uh, 4,500 uh, should should see 30 minutes in this spot as long as he plays. Uh, I just think this is a fantastic option on this slate, uh, you know, where we can really get a balanced build and kind of flow through and really just get such a high floor for tournaments tonight. So, uh, you know, Reggie Jackson, obvious play of the day if he plays, but I think he's good chalk. I, I think you definitely side with Reggie Jackson. Yeah, I think Reggie and Brown, both really good chalk options and guys that I'm going to be considering and those those Warriors guys too. If you look too on the builder here, we got a 43% smash percentage here for Bruce Brown, which is pretty high. That's that's a good rating if you've been tracking it over the last couple of weeks since we've had it. Uh, you got Reggie Jackson at 6.5. Uh, Kareem French is bringing up something interesting, right? He's talking about Trey or Bradley Beal. 
like all these cheap guards right now, these Warriors cheap guards are in play. We have these Pistons cheap guards. There's a lot of leverage opportunity with paying up for some point guards, Will. So uh, what do you think about that as a tournament strategy? Who would maybe be your best spend up guy? Because I think Trey Young might be the guy that I would maybe want to spend up. Even Bradley Beal, both those guys are two amazing guys that I probably have in my screen. Yeah, man. I mean, right now, you know, like I said, I don't leverage ownership as much every day, but today is definitely going to be that day. Um, you know, in, in terms of ownership, we've got Bradley Beal right now. I think he's around. Yeah, we've got him projected at 14 percent. Um, I mean, I think that's incredible. You know, that's incredible leverage on the field where everybody's going to be playing Spencer Dinwiddie for good reason. That's another guy we're going to have to talk about as it comes about. Uh, but, you know, Bradley Beal at, at 14%, I think, is incredible leverage. It'll give you some slightly different lineup construction. And the same thing for Trey. Now, Trey's ownership is starting to creep up. He's at about 24% right now. Um, earlier in the day, I think Trey was around 13 14%. So, you know, I, I think more people are going to side with him now that he's he's going to play uh, at home in a great spot against against Boston with, with uh, limited bodies, no Kemba. Uh, no Marcus Smart should should keep the game a little bit closer. We hope uh, and Trey coming off that injury, maybe that'll keep his ownership down just a touch. So I, I think it, I think in terms of tournaments on FanDuel specifically, uh, if you're going to play the three Boston guys, I know we're going to get there, but I have to bring it up in this scenario. I just don't see how you don't play Trey Young on the other side. Uh, the offense is flowing through him. You got to think that in terms of the Boston uh, points point projections in terms of real points you got to think those three guys Hayward Brown Tatum are going to count for I would say 75 to 80 percent of their real points and Trey's probably going to count for 30 percent of the, if his team's real points if he plays and has upside game uh I, I think on FanDuel Trey Young and the three Boston guys for tournaments is just incredibly juicy yeah, uh, we'll dive into that. I just want to mention real quick, uh, t- talk about Trey and uh, Beal. Like, look at their usages, right? Uh, you know, 29% usage, 45, 39, 41, 37, 42. I mean, Trey sees massive usage. Look at Bradley Beal, too. I don't know if you've been tracking what he's been doing. Uh, he's been amazing, Will, but, like, the usage has been up. And that's one reason I've been, like, I dove right back into him at the cheap price because I noticed the usage was back where it used, used to be. 35%, 32, 46, 36, 38. It's just so high. So here's some high usage guys that can have a really nice ceiling game. So run back that Warriors value. Make sure like if you're in your in the lineup builder right here, it's very easy. All you got to do is go to build rules, go to player groups, and you make the group, Will, and you type in all the Warriors guys. You know, you type in, uh, you know, Burks. You type in, let's see who else. Let's put Pascal in there. Let's put Lee, who you talked about. And then you make sure to run it back with Bradley Beal, right? You make sure he's there in those groups. You can limit it to two to three guys or only one of them. There's a lot of different things you can do. And and same with Trey Young and the Boston guys. Uh, I want to go and talk about that, and we'll, we'll switch over to the fans because I think talking about the Boston guys is important. But, guys, before we do that, we got 95 likes here, and we need to get you guys to hit that like and subscribe button. And the reason why we need you to hit that like button, especially is because if we get 250 likes on this show, you get crunch time right after at 6.30. You get to watch Kevin Roth. Andy Means, and JSU talking on Crunch Time, guys. So please, 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 please hit that like button. We'll appreciate it. We need 250. We're at 95 right now. I know you guys can get us there. So start hitting that button for us. But now, Will, let's go over to FanDuel. I just opened up a different tab for the FanDuel stuff. And let's look at the Boston guys. Uh, again, I think you, when you play Boston guys, it's or not if you when you play Boston guys, when you play Trey Young, you have to run it back with Boston guys, right? I think no matter what, that would be an approach that I would be doing in tournaments. I don't know about you, but 
What Boston guys, especially on FanDuel, on DraftKings, it's a little bit different, right? Tatum, I think he's the best of the Boston guys at 7,500. Hayward's a little too, a little priced up at 7,900. Jalen Brown, he's still a good price at 7,600, but Tatum is the better guy. And then on FanDuel, it's the complete opposite. Hayward, he's too cheap at 6.5K. Jalen Brown at 6.8 is cheap. Jason Tatum, he's a little more priced up at 7.9, but he's still in play. Uh Rank those guys for me, because cause those are three that I'm really keying in on. Uh, they're all, all three are equal in my book. I'm not I'm not going heavy multi-entry today. I'm not going to have more than ten lineups uh, because I've got a basketball game later. Uh, my girls are playing, so um, my, my high school team, not my daughters, uh, my high school team. But I uh, listen, man. I, I talk about this all the time. I get really aggressive in my tournament plays. So I'm not trying to make anyone do exactly what I'm going to do. But on FanDuel, I'd probably lock in about four or five guys today and just I, I just take it how it comes. So Brown, Hayward, Tatum, lock buttons. hundred percent. If I was running a hundred, I'd have them in all a hundred and I'd let the chips fall where they may. I wouldn't have trade hundred percent, obviously, but those three guys on FanDuel, uh, and I made some manual, you know, adjustments to the projections myself today just to kind of get an idea of, you know, what it would look like when I kind of ran through some scenarios. Uh, but Hayward, Brown, Tatum, I'm expecting them to account for 75 to 80 percent of all the offensive production. There's no way I don't lock those guys in. I think Brad Wanamaker is just kind of a splash play for me. He's one of those guys. He, we don't have him projected a high ownership anyway. But those three guys, I will say it again. If I was multi-entering on, on FanDuel, not as much on DK, on FanDuel, it would be lock button city on all three. And I just – I don't care about Oubre. I don't care about Paul George. I don't care about any other small forwards. Hayward and Brown, 100% no matter what. Well, well here's my one question, Will. We got, I just ran the RG builder, you know, the optimal, the projection, just to see what it's spitting out. Listen, they got Alec Burks in there. Uh, I know. He's a, he's a small forward. I know. You're, you're telling me Hayward and Brown over – and no Alec Burks, basically, you're saying, if you're talking about yeah. that? Yes, if, if, that's what I'm saying. If I was playing, if I was multi-entering, I would fade Burks today. I'd take Hayward and, uh, and Brown 100%, and I'd get my exposure through Lee. I'd get my exposure through Draymond. Um, and, look, I love Alec Burks. I think he's great. If this was DK, totally different conversation for me, if it's DK. Totally different. On FanDuel, I'm 100% across the board with these three Boston guys. Yeah, no, uh, like I said, I'm kind of with you, but I think Burks is more in the common. That's something I'm going to look at. I, I got right you. There. I, I, can't, yeah. I can't say it with as much conviction as you are, but you're on it, and I love the Boston guy, so I agree. Uh, you said uh, Wanamaker could be a splash play. Wanamaker hasn't made a splash ever, so I can't do it. Ian Thomas, too. My man, he's like, uh, he has 20-point upside max. I cannot touch Wanamaker, especially on this late. This is an awesome one. We got Matt Rudney. He's asking, what about Cantor, uh, you know, and Thice? Like, what's going on with that situation? Any interest in those big men? Yeah, I mean, look, Cantor, I, I like Cantor here, and I, I don't think Cantor's going to get a whole lot of ownership, which I'm trying to check that right this minute because I knew that was coming, so I'm sorry, guys. I am checking that as we speak. Yeah, I mean, we've got Cantor at bottom feeder ownership, so uh, I, I think we just basically he, – he's another sprinkle. You see, like so, – so when I say sprinkle, I'm saying Wanamaker, if I was playing him today, I would probably be with the field, you know, 5 to 10%. Cantor, I may go 10 to 15% on him today in hopes that he comes in and just has one of those crazy 35-point games in 20 minutes. Because I don't think he's going to play more than 20 minutes. I just don't think that. But in this spot, I think it's plausible or possible that he could get the 30 fantasy points in limited time. You just have to have hope 
for really high upside. Um, and so that, that's where I am with Kanta. I like him, don't love him. He's not necessary. Um, I mean, the top five centers on FanDuel today are all within, you know, five to six points of each other at max. So uh, I don't think you have to get away from any of those guys, but Kanta is definitely just another sprinkle play. Yep, I am with you on that. Let's find another situation to talk about. And while we do that, let's go to the situation room, right? I don't know if you check that out. It's the injury report we have, Will. Uh, there's tons of different stuff to cover here and tons of different things to look at. You know, we have Kyrie Irving. He's ruled this out. Luca out. We know that. Derek Rose, that's why we're talking about this stuff. Uh, these are all the, the big impact ratings, right? The 10. If you see a 10, that means it's a situation that you definitely have to look at a ton and uh, kind of get exposure to those guys, right? We got Kemba. He's out. We talked about that. Trey Young, he's now in, probable. D. Russ, he was questionable at the time. I can hit refresh and it will move on. Um, so, yeah, check out the situation. There's a lot going on here. But uh, one of the situations is Kyrie Irving. Uh, he's ruled out. And we can kind of dive into that game because that's a really uh, important game, in my opinion. I think there's a lot of upside in this spot in that, uh, in that Phoenix-Brooklyn game. We got guys like DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker, who I think are really strong candidates to have a huge ceiling game. And on the other side, we can run it back with some, with some Spencer Dinwiddie, who uh, happens to be one of uh, Meezy's core plays here. So, uh, yeah, I love Dinwiddie. That's uh, on, on uh, FanDuel specifically at 7.1K. DK at 8K, he's, he's a little pricey for my liking, but I still think he's a good tournament play. Uh, Will, talk to me about this game in general because those are my three favorite plays, and I'm sure you got some other good ones. Yeah, man. Uh, I like Spencer Dinwiddie today. No secret there. He's going to be high on. I know we'll be lurking in some of the single entry play. We've got him projected at 46%. I can almost assure you Spencer Dinwiddie is going to be hit pushing about 60% at the higher up we go up the food chain in terms of the single entry play. $100, 222 uh, probably in the monster. And, and for good reason. I mean, you know, not only is he pretty affordable here on FanDuel, uh, he gets a matchup with the Phoenix Suns, who overall, if you look at the the the, uh, the, the DVP stuff, uh, they're actually overall they haven't been bad. I think they're around 15th or 16th in the league. But we just know uh, that in real life, the Phoenix Suns is going to be a pretty fast-paced game. Should get a few extra possessions, uh, which will definitely lean in Spencer Dinwiddie's favor. Um, and so Dinwiddie is almost another lot, but for me, you know. In terms of my bills right now, I think you'll probably be in all 10 of my lineups um, just because, you know, I think you're really – a guy like Dinwiddie could get 50 tonight with ease, in my opinion. And so, you know, that's why I'm so on the Boston guys. I'm so heavy on a guy, guys like Dinwiddie. Guys in that 7, 6, 7, 8K range that can all get 50, uh, that's just going to carry you to the promised land. I'm with you on DK at 8K. I don't think he's necessary. Obviously, I play a Burks. I play a Damian Lee, I think. Uh, instead, but on FanDuel, Spencer Dinwiddie's my guy. Uh, I love him a lot, um, and, and I th- and it's no secret everybody's going to be playing, or most people will be playing Dinwiddie. Um, another guy that I think is is plausible if you want to get away from like a Bruce Brown, if you want to get away from a Damian Lee, this is going to be controversial. Uh, he's not; he doesn't have crazy high upside on most days. Uh, but but Garrett Temple is a guy. If he's going to play thirty five minutes. I'd be willing to get a sprinkle of him in tournaments. If I'm playing 10 lineups, maybe I'll run him in one or two. Uh, you know, we've seen him get 30 to 40 before. Look, it's not going to happen every day. But Garrett Temple, very affordable on FanDuel, can get you off of the Bruce Brown chop. Uh, you know, and, and so I just think he's a guy I'm just going to look at. Um, his range of outcomes, I think he has a lower floor. But I think in terms of ceiling on most days, they're pretty comparable. He's a guy I would use to leverage Bruce Brown as well, leverage a little bit of, uh, of uh, Damian Lee. I like Damian Lee more than Temple, 
But Temple is still a good leverage play for a guy like Bruce Brown, who's going to be pushing 30, 40% tonight. Yeah, sorry, I had myself muted there for a second. Uh, Will, I did want to ask you a question because this popped up and I was starting to really grind through it. And look, do you know much about like what you want to do with Jacob Evans? I mean, he's the starter for D'Angelo Russell here. Um, and I don't think that was exactly expected. Um, do you have any interest in him? I mean, he's the minute he's starting. Uh, is he a guy you're going to look at here on the Warriors? No, uh, I will not have any Jacob Evans. If a guy like Jacob Evans burns me, uh, he, he's just going to burn me. And so, you know, that's why I talk about when I say good chalk, you know, really good chalk, okay chalk, bad chalk. I don't think Evans is bad, but I don't think he's great. And so I don't need to side with a guy like Evans when I have so many other guys that I just feel extremely more comfortable with. So uh, I don't dislike Evans at, 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 by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm not going to pl- – I wouldn't play him over Bruce Brown today. I just don't think that would, that, that would fit the bill for me. Um, even in tournaments. I think in tournaments he's more of a sprinkle. Um, but but I would side with Damian Lee over him. I, I'd side with uh, uh, with Bruce Brown over him. I think I'd still side with Garrett Temple over Jacob Evans. And that's saying a lot for a matchup with Washington. I just – he's a guy I could see playing 15 minutes tonight and then all of a sudden you're frustrated because you played Jacob Evans when you could have just played Bruce Brown. You could have played Damian Lee, guys that you know are going to play 30-plus minutes. Yeah, and, like, the thing is, like – you know, when that news pops up, people are going to be interested in it. And this is why I think the real story of this slate in tournaments, for me, really thinking about it, there's good value guards. Uh, there, There's good ones. And I think mixing in those are right. But maybe you don't mix all of them in, right? Maybe you play a couple and then you put like, you know, you play like the Trey Youngs of the world, right? You, you play all these higher guards. Like one guy we didn't talk enough about that last game was Devin Booker. I mean, Devin Booker against the Nets. I mean, he could go absolutely nuts. This is such a perfect spot for him. He's taking on the point guard duties more. And look, his usage is in the higher 30s, I mean, or mid-30s. He's been really good overall. So uh, Booker's a guy I like in this spot. And another guy that I think you mentioned was Karis LeVert, and the chat's talking up Karis LeVert a ton. He's a great pivot off of Dinwiddie. If you want to take a shot on that, you could obviously play both of them two together. I don't think that's a terrible route to go to because there's still a lot of value there with Kyrie being out. Um, So, yeah, I think LeVert is a really good play. The chat is talking about as well. Uh, Will, I did want to get to another play, and we haven't really talked about him because this slate is so massive and so big, and it's your uh, sharp side lock of the night for the bet. So uh, tell the people about Christoph Porzingis and why he's your sharp side bet of the night and what side you're on. Yeah, man, Christoph Porzingis, uh, another favorite play of mine tonight. Uh, No secret, ironically, I'm actually really shocked at the uh, Porzingis ownership here, and I think a lot of it has to do with uh, everyone's going to be playing – uh, Jason Tatum. We've only got Porzingis projected about 14% tonight on FanDuel. Uh, going against Indiana, I've just seen enough Porzingis without Luka. If you look at the usage, you know, you look at the fantasy points per minute, he's, he's at 1.3 and some change in terms of fantasy points per minute. Pretty much right on par with uh, Demonis Sabonis, but Sabonis still has 10% more ownership tonight. Uh, and look, maybe, maybe that's a mistake, maybe it's not, but Porzingis uh, I, I just think he's a fantastic play. And then, you know, we're going to talk about the sharp side. He's my lock of the night. We've got him at an over under 21 and a half points. Uh, definitely took the over. I don't think Porzingis scores less than 25 real points tonight. Uh, you know, the offense is, you know, predominantly going to flow through him, in my opinion. And a guy that's, you know, going to get up more shots, going to get more touches, going to get more rebounds. Everything's up when Luka's out off the floor for him. Uh, and I, I just think 14% is too low. So Porzingis, 
Uh, he's another guy that I, I'm incredibly high on tonight. I think when I had uh, when I was kind of looking at some multi-entry stuff and trying to decide what I was going to do, I had him roughly about 40% today when I was looking at, you know, more of a 100 lineup build. I'm only playing 10, but out of those 10 lineups, I'm still probably going to have him in about 50%, which would be five lineups or more. Uh, so Porzingis, man, I just think he's another smash uh, play today that's getting incredibly low ownership, and I really didn't expect that. Sorry, I was muted again. Bad, but I looked at the Porzingis usage numbers here, Will. Uh, and and the thing you gotta love it with Porzingis in this spot. I looked at his usage throughout the entire season, and I'm scrolling here. This last game was the highest usage he saw all year, besides the Pelicans game at 34. Uh, you know, he is going to get massive amount of usage with Luca out. Will uh, love the call on Porzingis. I'll give the people my sharp side call. Uh, I was digging through and looking at some of the numbers. And Will, I don't know if you look at the defensive versus archetype tool. I look at that a bunch. I think it's an awesome tool we have over here at Rotor Grinders. And I, I sorted by assists. And I was looking at different ones I thought that popped out well. And seeing how guys are playing recently, and Alfred Payton. Uh, he's a guy that's been playing really, really well recently. I know he got suspended, but uh, I like the number on his assists. It's at seven and a half. I took the over. In the last like five games, he's hit uh, eight or more assists. So he's he's crushed that in the last five games. And if you look, this is a good matchup for assists, right? It's a boost in 28.95% versus the average uh, matchup that Alfred Payton goes up against. So this is a good spot for Alfred Payton, Will. Uh, what do you think of that call? And what do you think about it as a GBP tournament play? Yeah, I like him a lot. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think he's uh, going to get nearly the ownership he probably should on FanDuel. Uh, so, I mean, I, I like it a lot. I, I think it's a great play. Uh, he's a guy I've got sprinkled in a couple of my 10 lineups as well. I think I got him in one or two. Um, just a guy that he, he's, he's another guy that's got 40-point upside uh, in a spot like this. I just think it could be it could pay off tremendous dividends. Yep, I'm with you. Guys, real quick, we got about 25 minutes left in the show. We're going to build a lineup together, me and Will, on FanDuel. Uh, we'll do that, and then we'll do some questions, but we'll keep diving into stuff before we do that. But I want to say, hit the like button, please, guys. We're at 157 likes. That's not enough. Why, why do they got to get 250 likes, Will? Can you tell the people why they got to do that? Listen, man, get this 250 likes so you can go hang out with Meezy, so you can go hang out with JSU, and possibly hang out with Kevin Roth if he made it back in time and isn't, isn't uh, too hurt with that lower back and upper back. Looks like he had a tremendous back injury before he got to the RG party. Uh, so, yeah, please hit the button. Get the free crunch time. It's awesome. Look, I'm not just saying this because I work here. I watch crunch time just like everybody else. If for nothing else, you're going to get late breaking news updates the whole way through. So make sure to hit that like button. Hit the like button, hit the like button, hit the like button. Let's see if we can get this thing for free for the people. Yeah, man, let's do it. I'm seeing we're already at 187. Keep it coming, guys. Uh, Ian Thomas, my man in chat, he's saying, please hit it, man. He's being nice. So, guys, get us to that 250 uh, likes, please. We Oh, man, Vince. Vince. Yes, this is great. If we get 250 likes, Mangone will mute himself again. Yes, let's get 250. Yeah, there, there's a chance <laughs> I will, man. Uh I, but uh, let, let's get moving on, guys. Let's let's talk about the slate and some other guys. I saw people were talking about maybe paying up for Towns as an option. Who are some GBP takes you have? Like, let's look at some lower-owned guys. Obviously, we can sort by ownership percentage. And you see guys like Alec Burks, all, all the chalk we talked about, right? They're all good plays. Uh, Drummond, we've mentioned so many guys. Fox is another guy we haven't touched on a ton who I think is in a really good spot uh, that could be a little bit chalkier. But uh, who are some of the lower-owned guys maybe we can discuss? I see John Collins at 14%. Could be a pivot off of a Trey Young. Um, who are you looking at, though? 
Yeah, so th- this is kind of going to be my, my low on play of the night. Uh, one of my favorite plays on this slate is Joel Embiid on both sides. Both sides. 8,800 on FanDuel. Uh, I think he's around 9,200 on DK. I really like Embiid tonight. A uh, guy that, in terms of recent performance, hasn't really gotten there for us. Uh, but Mangone, I, I know projections are kind of baked into a lot of these things. But, you know, the NBA first look is something that's free for everybody as long as you're a member. Uh, listen, you know, I go through that chart and I just kind of look every day and just try to see, hey, you know, who's popping in the blue category? Who's popping green, blue? It's a simple way to just kind of get a good idea. And look, man, if you look at this chart, you see that Joel Embiid, in terms of DVA and defense and defensive efficiency, has an incredible matchup tonight against Bam Adebayo. Uh, and so I, I, I really like this spot. I, I think it's, it, it's tremendous leverage on maybe a little bit of drumming. Like I said, a lot of the guys are within a few fantasy points of each other. And due to Joel's recent performance, I just don't think he's going to get a lot of ownership. I am extremely interested in Joel and B tonight, man. I think this could be a 60-point fantasy performance uh, in the making. Yeah, no, uh, I think that's a good call. And listen, we got the 250, Will, so I got him. Like the people wanted, I had to hit myself <laughs> real quick. Thank you guys for hitting that 250. You will get, you'll be getting crunch time with Kevin Roth, Meansy, and JSU. So please stick around for that, guys. It's awesome. Uh, and I'm going to say Devin Booker again, right? That's my low on guy. I really like it, 6%. I really think paying up for guards. Again, I'm not saying you pay for three guards. I'm not saying jamming all those guards. But I think maybe getting some of the value guards and then maybe mixing in one or two of these higher-end guys is a really good call on this slate. That's something I like. Another guy, and we have him like lowish now, and I don't know where his ownership's going to go, but I think it's Draymond Green. I just love taking a shot, right? When you build these lineups, right? When you're building for tournaments, Will, you shouldn't be building on medium projections, right? You should be building on, on ceiling projections. And if you look at Draymond Green, I mean, he has a massive, massive ceiling. I mean, he's a guy that can go absolutely crazy. If you look here, we got the ceiling for him today. We have him for 46.91. And if you look at guys in like the same range as him, like he's just got a higher ceiling than people in that range. So, I mean, I love him in this spot. He's someone I would definitely be looking at. Um, let's discuss the Aaron Fox, another spend-up guard that I, I mentioned in passing. He's going to be playing against Minnesota. Uh, you know, he had a great game last time against Minnesota. It was so weird. Um, they, he was doing awful in the first half. And then he led that comeback to, be, to come back from behind and beat the, uh, beat the, uh, beat the uh, Timberwolves. It was an awesome, awesome game. But uh, what do you think of Fox? Because he's been really having a little bit of a higher usage. If you see the last two games, 38 uses, 36.18. If he's giving me that type of usage at that price, he should be like a 9.2K, 9.5K type of guard. Yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, and the other thing, too, I mean, we've got a projected at pretty high ownership today. Um, you know, he's, we've got a projected at 37% on, uh, on FanDuel, on DK. Uh, looks like we've got a projected at 18%, which is a lot lower. So I think I'd be more willing to play him on DK for sure. Uh, he's not at the top of my list today. I've, I've got a collection of guys like Trey Young, who I'm going to side with more. Um, but I, I still think he's a fantastic play, man, against Minnesota. Uh, another pace-up spot here. Uh, you know, in, And in the same game as well, I actually like a little bit of Nemanja Bialica, uh, especially on FanDuel at 5,600. I think he's another really good play uh, there. Uh, not as much on DK, but on FanDuel, I, I like him a lot. Uh, but, yeah, I'm with you, man. Fox, uh, a guy that I think could really could, could really have a good game. I'm not as high on Fox as you are. Um, I may have Fox in one to two of my ten lineups, uh, but but nothing more than that. 
Yeah, and we got uh, one guy in the chat. He's, he's asking if we could talk a little Yahoo. So we could sprinkle in some Yahoo stuff. I kind of pulled it up now. And it looks like, you know, I just ran some of the RG builds to see. And I'll be playing on Yahoo a little bit. And I was thinking of obviously playing a lot of those guards. And like Alec Burks, that's what I was really looking at. Now he's $19 over there. And, and he can slide into the guard spot. And you talked about liking those forwards, right? You know, you talked about liking the Jalen Browns. How do you think uh, putting Alec Burks at $19 on Yahoo in the guard spot looks? Yeah, man. I mean, that, that, that looks phenomenal. Um, I, then I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't have Yahoo pulled up right this minute. I would have to literally pull it up. But I mean, at 19 bucks, I mean, I think that's affordable, you know, incredibly affordable for a guy that would probably end up in the 30s tonight, I would assume, as long as everything breaks his way, you know, no foul trouble, stuff like that. Uh, I think he ends up in the 30s with ease. So uh, definitely like uh, Alec Burks there. Yeah, I'm with you on that, guys. Listen, we got about 17 minutes left here. We just got some news. Cantor will be limited. I don't know how much that affects it, guys, but that might move some minutes around on the projection. So check that out. Uh, guys, Start. Uh, we're going to do FanDuel. Uh, we'll do a FanDuel breakdown now. I want to do a FanDuel lineup with Will because me and him are both big FanDuel guys. We'll do a quick FanDuel lineup, and then we'll spend about the last 10 minutes answering your guys' questions. I love answering questions for you guys, so save them for uh, you know the next five minutes or so. Save those questions, and we'll just jump into a ton of them and kind of talk strategy along the way. But let's build a FanDuel lineup out, Will. Um, where do you want to start here? Because uh, I think there's a lot of different ways you can go. I think going Dinwiddie is a really good route, right? Um, I think those cheap guards you talk about, Bruce Brown, he's shooting guard eligible. Is he a guy you want to lock in? No, I do not want to lock in Bruce Brown. All right, so we won't do that then. I think it's more of a cash game play, but I think he's a strong right. Player. And things have moved yeah. around, right? It seems like Damon Lee's your guy, right? You want to put Damian Lee in? Yes. It's, listen, it's leverage. If we're talking about tournaments, so so and here's kind of how I rank it for myself in tournaments. How often is a guy like Spencer Dinwiddie going to let me down in a tournament, right? You know, with no, with no Kyrie going against Phoenix, in my opinion, he has a higher, a higher likelihood of a successful outing, in my opinion. You know, I think he has a higher likelihood. So I'm likely more so to eat that chalk. A guy like Bruce Brown, who, by the way, you know, I've played tons of Bruce Brown this year, but if he's going to hit that 40% area, I'm not going to play him because he's high, he has a higher likelihood to let me down. So I'm going to side with the Damian Lee. I'm going to side with the Karis LeVert. I'm going to side with, uh, you know, a guy like uh, Garrett Temple, who, who guys who have, in my opinion, similar range of outcomes. I will fade him because you got to think most lineups tonight, they're going to have Brown and they're going to have uh, Reggie Jackson if Reggie Jackson plays, right? So if I just – I'm going to side with Reggie as the, the best chalk off that team and I'm going to fade the guy that I think has a similar range of outcomes of guys that I, that I all really like. So I'm going to side with Damian Lee in tournaments, 100% out of 100. Well, I will say on Fandle, he's got a higher ownership. We got him updated for 30% uh, right now, Will. So, uh, and, and Brown is 22, so it looks like he's going to be higher owned. Well, yeah, so see, now now it's flipped on us. Brown was in the third, so now I side with Brown. And, I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but listen, with two guys with similar range of outcomes, I'm taking a lower owned guy. They could both end up at 25. You know, one can end up at 35, one can end up at 30. It's just too close. I'm siding with the lower owned guy. To get uh, to get more differentiation in my lineups. Yeah, uh, one thing I wanted to uh, one thing I wanted to mention was we got like some weird news, and again, I don't like to overthink it too much, but the Pistons two way players Jordan Bone and Luis King they're in Memphis, so I don't think that bodes well for Reggie Jackson. Um, how about you? What what do you think of that? Is that just something that's too much digging, or what? 
No, 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 no. I don't think it's too much. And let me clear something up too. I've got, I've got a guy in chat here, uh, Robert. I don't want to pronounce it right, wrong. It could be Depp. I'm going to go with Depp, Robert. If I botched your last name, please forgive me, okay? But we'll just go with Robert. So Robert said, "This is hard." He is going very, very against the tool that Roto Grinder supplies for us, and that's not true, Robert. So what I'm doing is I'm just leveraging ownership, right? That that's the key to to taking down tournaments. So if Damian Lee was going to be 10% tonight when, you know, earlier in the day we had Damian Lee projected at 7%. We had Bruce Brown at about 32, 34%. They have a, a similar range of outcomes. I'm going to side with Damian Lee. At this point, now Damian Lee is projected around 30. We've got Bruce around 20. I'm going to side, side with Bruce. It's, it's purely an ownership play. I love, I love both guys, but I, I'm always going to take the lower-owned guy when two guys – have a similar range of outcomes. And so that that's my reason there. So I'm, I'm not going against the tool, uh, but it's purely an ownership leverage play um, where I'm always going to side with the lower on guy when two guys could get end up both with 25 fantasy points. Yeah, and Robert, he says he's new and he's learning. Robert, if you want to learn more, man, the Discord chat's awesome. They're talking all day NBA and strategy, and there's a ton of good stuff going on. But uh, listen, let, let's kind of dive in and keep making this build out for the people. Let's uh, do it. Yeah. So let's put Brown in, right? Uh, he's he's a guy. We'll let's roll Brown. Brown. We like we like Lee. Also, we could go him. Maybe I, I like one of the spend up shooting guards. I like Booker or Beal. I'll let you pick which one. Both are awesome for me. I'm a big fan of either. Let's play one of them though in this tournament. Well, look, I, I think you're probably going to want to put some Golden State guys in here. Let's go. Let's go Beal. Because I think you're going to want some Golden State guys if, yeah. if, if, if I know you the way I think I do. All right, so if we want a Golden State guy, we probably want an Alec Burks at the small forward. I'm guessing he's one of the guys yep. we want. Hey, yeah, let's go ahead and hit that lineup preview button so the people can see. Oh, you're right. Sorry. So we got the preview button. Actually, we don't have to do Burks for sure. Let, let's do Draymond because that's one of the guys I thought would be a fun tournament play. So yeah, I like Dre. Again, this is this is uh you know this is for uh, not cash games. I'm a big cash game player, but this is tournaments that we're this is tournaments. Out. So we're putting Draymond in, and we're now, look, let, let me make an executive decision here, if you don't mind. Go for Please it. plug in Joel Embiid. Everybody's playing eight tonight because it's against Brooklyn. Joel Embiid, folks. I, listen, I know he's had a, a rough stretch here. Joel Embiid at eighty eight hundred could very well be on his way to 60 fantasy points. And I know for sure Aiton's getting more ownership tonight. I'm all over Embiid in this spot. All over Embiid. All right, so I'm going to say this, right? This is the type of play that if this play goes well, Will, it's a collaboration play. We both were on it. It was a great play. If this play tanks, this was all you, Will. Hey, it's all me. I, I own it. I own it. If this goes wrong, it's all me. I own it. No problem. All right, but if it goes well, I want the credit. I'm going to piggyback that. Yes, but, uh, yes. And, uh, uh, B, listen, it's a way to be different, right? It's a way to, you know, leverage and just change different tournaments. Like, you know, Work on the ownership. I see nine percent. I think it could be five percent on Embiid. Uh, um, exactly. Why? Why play? And look, Aiton's a fantastic play. I play guys against Brooklyn all the time, but I'm leveraging the ownership here with Embiid, where he could just blow this slate up real quick, and uh, you know we could be on the way to the bank tomorrow. All right. So listen, give me uh, give me the the Celtic. Right? You want Hayward? You want Brown or Burks? We got to pick two of the three. Uh, we've gotten different enough with I think the way we're building. Yeah. So g- give me give me you give me two of the three. Which one do you want? Do you want both Celtics uh, or yeah. you want Burks in there? Well, we definitely. I think we definitely want Tatum. I think we want Tatum. All right. I'm, well, I'm going to. I, I was saying, so you want Tatum, but what about the uh, small forwards? I was trying to nail that down first. The three. The three yeah, I'm go- I'm going to side with Hayward. I think Brown's going to have. Uh, I, I just feel like Hayward does more, right? So I feel like Hayward could get more rebounds, more assists. 
I know Brown seemingly gets steals and stuff like that. And, and look, I, I think Brown's a great play. If I had to side with one, I just feel like I'd take Hayward because I feel like Hayward's going to be more involved on the glass, more involved with assists, a more all-around game for this particular spot. Yeah. By the way, uh, the uh, coach, uh, uh, Eric Spolster just said, you know, Jimmy Butler is basically the point guard and it's revenge for Jimmy Butler tonight. So uh, don't forget that if you're building the uh, lineups out, another good spend up guard, man, I'm telling you the spend up guards yeah. in tournaments, there's huge ceilings on those guys. So uh, don't miss out on them. So yeah, we're going to have to pay down a little bit at one of these positions. We got six K left for two point guards, small forward and power forward for the average. Um, what are you thinking here on the other? Want to go Alec Burks or Jalen Brown or, or Tackling on our Listen, for me, I'm going Brown, but I think you want to go Burks. Let's go with your play. Uh, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll go, definitely. We'll go Burks first, and if we got the money, then we'll go to Brown. I'm, I'm cool with that. It gives us more yeah. money to mess with. Let, let's go to point guard now because I, I mean, obviously, I like uh, you know Fox is a great play. We talked about his usage. Trey Young, Reggie Jackson as the cheap guy. It seems like they might want to go maybe Reggie Jackson as the cheap guy. Yeah, for, for now, I'm siding with Reggie Jackson until they tell me he's out. All right, can we play Brown and uh, Reggie Jackson? Someone might ask that. Do they cut into each other's production? My answer is they they could cut into each each other's production, but they're both too priced too cheap where there's a ton of value here still for them. Right, right. Yep. Love right. Reggie Jackson. And they're playing the Memphis Grizzlies. They're not they're not playing the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on that. One thing, too, someone's talking in chat. Jimmy with Embiid, I'm just saying, like in this lineup, uh, it, let's say you're playing Joel Embiid. Like, you could run it back with Jimmy. Make sure yes. you make that one of your players. I, I love Jimmy tonight. Go go check out that first look chart. I'm telling you right now. Go check it out. Uh, Jimmy looks real tasty today. All right. And then we need one more point guard and one more power forward. We're at about 7,200. So um, I know you said you like Tatum. He's definitely a guy I like too. Um, if we plug him in, then it gives us 6,500 for a point And we're going to go with your boy. We're going to go with your lock of the night. Oh, man. He's in there. Oh, God. We're going to go with your lock of the night. It's not my lock. Well, it's my lock on sharp side for assist. But, yeah, I'm with you. Let's yes, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Now, watch this. If I wasn't going to play Tatum, we could go with my lock of the night, Porzingis. You see yeah. what I'm saying? I, oh, I'm my with, goodness. Yeah, I'm with that, too. So, that's a good route. And we can go Porzingis, too. I mean, we can go both of them. They both fit that bill there. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm with you. That's a good build. Uh, oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. I said we put Porzingis in instead. And that's what we're Oh, about. buddy. That's what we'll roll with right now here, guys. This is one of our tournament teams that we just built and was uh, pretty good. Again, we got seven minutes left, guys. If you could, we already hit the likes. We needed 250 for you guys to get crunch time for free, so make sure to stay around for that. Uh, but listen, if you want, if you like this, hit the like, hit the subscribe. We're here every day talking NBA with you guys. But uh, listen, now it's time for QQs. Uh, we can totally talk about that. Uh, we got one question here. It's Wanamaker or Jeff Teague. Who do you got here, Will? Uh, neither. Neither. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well if, I, if I had to side between the two, I'd take Wanamaker. I, I think in this spot, playing against Phoenix, no no Kimba, no no uh, Marcus Smart. I don't like him. I don't like either one of them, to be honest. But I would side with Wanamaker if I had to. All righty. Uh, someone's saying Drummond over Embiid. Uh, well, I, listen, I'm a, Drummond, I'm a Drummond homer. I like playing him enough. But the, the range of outcomes can be frustrating with him. He does have a history with Jonas Valanciunas. I can't remember it. I don't know if it's good or bad. Do you know that off the top of your head? Say that one more time. I didn't hear the beginning. Uh, do, do you know uh, Drummond and Jonas Valanciunas, don't they have, like, a history against each other of, like, just going at it? Uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. Um, I, I have no clue on that one. Sorry. That's fine. Uh, if, if you could, someone look that up for the head-to-heads. Uh, I, I, apparently, they're pretty good against each other, I think, overall. But we got more QQs filing in. QQ, are you good with Burks, Draymond, and Lee in cash? So three Warriors in cash for DK. 
Can you do that, Will? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's fine. They're, they're play, if they were playing another team, I wouldn't think about it, but I think it's fine. Uh, they all have the upside playing Washington. I like it. Uh, Chief, can you uh, can you pair Randall or M- Mitchell Robinson with Alfred Payton? Do you think that's a good idea? Not today. Yeah, I agree. Not today. I don't think it's the right slate. If it was like a five-gamer, I could see it. But I think if you just play Payton as a one-off here for a 2% play, I don't hate that. I think that's perfectly fine. Again, it's Cleveland, right? Uh, anyone can crush Cleveland. Um, right. Let's see. Reggie Jackson and Fandle Cash, no wait, late swap if he's safe. Listen, if I don't have Reggie Jackson news, I'm not playing him in Fandle Cash. That, that, you, you need the news, right, Will? Right, right, right. Yeah, yes. In cash games, if you don't get the news, you can build a quality lineup in cash easily without Jackson. In tournaments, I think I still roll the dice with it, if, even if I don't get the news. Okay. Uh, DKGVP, Kawhi and Mobamba or Embiid and Pascal? If I had to choose, I'd take Embiid and Pascal, but I, I don't really like that. All right. Peyton or Brunson? I would go with Peyton. How about you? Yeah, I, I definitely take Peyton. Uh, Fox for cash games? I think he's a really strong cash play. How about you? Yes. Uh, rank for Fandle Cash, we got Tatum, Porzingis, and Sabonis. Man, like Will Fritz with like probably the toughest question so far. Woo! Uh, if I had to side right now, I think I'd take Porzingis. No, T- Tatum and Porzingis would be the two in, and then Sabonis would be the, the guy out. So both of those guys are equal in my book, Tatum, Porzingis. Yeah, for me, it's Tatum and Porzingis are like 1A, 1B, and then Sabonis yeah, is on exactly. the outs, but it's, that's tough. I can go back and forth on that one. Tatum's going to project better in projections. Porzingis could be the better play, though, based on the usage and everything, and the projections might be too low. And if he gets 36 minutes again, then, yeah, you want Porzingis, but that's not what he's projected for. So um, that's a really tough call. Both are really good plays. Um, let's see. Uh, DK, pay up for center. What's your thoughts on that, Will? I love it. Uh, DK tonight, as of right now, I, I like getting – you know, Drummond and Embiid, I, I like that combo. I like Embiid and Vooch. Uh, there's a theme here, as you can see. Uh, I love double pay up at center tonight because, especially when you can get Porzingis at a forward spot. Well, we just got news. Tristan Thompson ruled out. So that's against the Knicks. And, uh, man, so you can do a little Alfred Payton, ran back with some Kevin Love, man. Kevin Love is a real – I mean, Fandle, he's 7-2, Will. I mean, oh, how- okay, wait, wait, wait. So, look. Look, Larry, and look, I already had Larry Nance projected for a little bit more than, than what we had him for. And Ante Zizek is not playing. You got to think Larry Nance here. I mean, my goodness. It's just, it's so much value. You just kind of have to pick your value. I, I think Larry Nance could be a, a crazy good play today on both sides, man. I, I like a little Larry Nance now. And I like him anyway, but now, I, I mean, I, I really like some Larry Nance here. Yeah, uh, man. Nance, Nance going to make me want to dance, I think, man. Nance, Nance is a strong play now. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I typed in the chat Kevin Love out by accident. That's not what I meant. I spreaded the fake news. It's Tristan Thompson. But, man, oh, Love's man. a strong play now. Uh, I'm going to get the ban, it looks like, uh, so I better watch myself. Um, look, we'll keep hitting some QQs. Uh, I think Nance, though, and I think yes. Kevin Love are the two biggest bumps you got to look at and consider. Uh, Draymond Elf or Brogdon for DK? Um Man, that was a tough one. I, I guess I mean Draymond. How about you? Is, is it cash or tournaments? Uh, no, didn't, no answer. Didn't say? No answer. Probably cash. It's Brogdon, and then probably uh, tournaments. It's Draymond, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm going tournaments for Draymond on this one. Um, cash, definitely Brogdon. I think. Uh, what do you think about Kevin Herter is a good value play for cash? I think he could be, but uh, I think there's a lot of value. That's the problem today. 
Yeah, if, if I'm stacking the Boston game, I'm playing Herder. Period. All right. All right. How about uh, Buddy Heald for DK tournaments? Uh, I, I don't hate it. I like him a lot on FanDuel at 5,800. Uh, like it, like him on DK as well, but on FanDuel at 58, I think he's outstanding. Play. All right. Vooch versus the Hornets. I think it's a pretty solid play. No one will Absolutely. Play. Absolutely. All right. Let's see. Dimwitty or Tatum, who's more of a priority for your DK cash games? I would say Tatum on DK. Yeah, absolutely. Tatum. Tatum. Um, is it negative correlation to play Rubio and Booker in the same lineup? I wouldn't do that today. I don't think it's the right day to. How about you? Yeah, not today. Not today. Um, Sabonis for the raw points. Uh, I don't think Sabonis is the raw point guy. I think like I think Porzingis and Tatum are better raw point guys, as we kind of discussed before. Yeah, I mean on FanDuel where the pricing that they're literally two hundred bucks between them, Tatum seventy nine, Porzingis eight hundred, Sabonis eighty one. Maybe it's more of a discussion on DK where Sabonis is ninety six, Tatum is seventy five, Porzingis is seven k. I side with Porzingis, then I side with Tatum. And I probably – I think I'd almost X the bonus out of my player pool at 9,600 on DK today. I don't think it's worth it. All right. Well, listen, we got one last question. That's all we're taking. Wish we could stay here all day and take them, but uh, we got this last one. Who is your best fan duel GPP play? Go, Will. Joel Embiid, 8,800. No ownership. All right, man. Uh, I'm going to give you two. I, I can't decide which one. I like them both. Devin Booker is one of them. Uh, again, I like the paying up shooting guard route. Same with Bradley Beal. And I'll give you three. Draymond Green, right? Uh, I think those three are just awesome, awesome tournament plays that I'm a huge fan of. I love the paying up at guard spot. But listen, guys, we got to get on out of here, but stick around. Don't go anywhere. We hit 250 likes. Currently at 295. If you want, though, hit that like and subscribe. We'd appreciate it if you want to jump on and give us some more. But stick around for Andy Means. Stick around for JSU. And stick around for Kevin Roth. They will take you up to lineup lock and give you all the latest info that you need. But listen, we got to get on out of here. For me, Travis Mangone, and Chief Justice, Will Priester, we're out of here.
Hey guys, what is up? Welcome to Crunch Time. We've got a Monday show that's right on the heels of the Super Bowl and the Roto Grinders party. So if you think I look or sound hungover, you are correct. Uh, and we've got uh, a couple guys who I was hanging out with all weekend. We got JSU. What up, JSU? Not much. I am sore. I was telling you guys just before we got on. I hurt everywhere. My neck, my back. I feel like I'm 45, and it was a great weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was. And you, um, well, we'll get into it, but you are pretty intense on the court, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> intense is a nice way to put it. Uh, we got means as well. What's up, man? Yeah, I was thinking, uh, I came to the conclusion earlier today that my fourth, fifth, and sixth glass of wine last night at the party was a bad choice. <laughs> Yeah. Feeling that. I got up early. My knee hurts. My back hurts. My hamstrings hurt. Yeah, I'm, I'm in rough shape. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we all are. Um, as for the basketball game, JSU, congratulations. JSU's team actually did win. Note that I was not able to play because of an injury. Otherwise, my team would have won for sure. Uh, but JSU, I, I'm kind of scared of you, honestly. Like, that was, <laughs> that was pretty intense, man. Uh, that was actually my goal was to just terrify you so we don't actually have to play. But no, uh, yeah, uh, it's just on the court. I'm, I'm a competitor. Like, you know, we play DFS and like you don't get to see me like sweat or anything like that, like my lineups or anything or make my lineups. But I'm competitive when I do DFS and like I want to be the best and I you know, all that stuff. And that's the same way with, you know, the sports I was competitive with as a kid, like I was a kid. I played basketball throughout my whole life. That was the main sport. And, yeah, I was the worst person ever on the court. Yeah, You two are 100% fighting if you ever yeah. play one-on-one. Yeah, because I'm kind of the same way. Like, I don't back down. If we play one-on-one, it will come to blows. So I'm, I'm a little terrified about that. But at one no, point, JSU – It won't because me and Big T, it would never have came to blows. And me and Big T were talking the entire game that first game. Yes, uh, and then you hit the game-winning three and yelled, get the off my court. <laughs> like, so and intense. Four foot eight, four yeah. foot eight. <laughs> Big T swatted him, called him four foot eight right in his face. It was, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was a good time, but uh, no punches thrown. So all in all, uh, a, success, a successful weekend. And now we've got a good slate. We've got some breaking news. We've got, what is it, Nance now is starting for Tristan Thompson. So that is the latest uh, main you got anything to add, or you think we get right into it here? We'll just get into it because there's a ton of stuff. Um, oh, wait. I, I should add something. Shout out to Rotor okay. Riders. Thanks for having us all up there. True. I, I should have given a thank you. Uh, it was really, it's so good to see all these people that we work with every day, but you see once a year. So it was awesome. It was good to see D Train. He's always behind the scenes, and then, you know, get to, get to see it hang out with him. Uh, and also, one more thing before we get going the spot to be here is in the crunch time. Slack, the Crunch Time Discord, not the Crunch Time Slack. Uh, so get on the Discord, join the Crunch Time. This is also free on YouTube. So for those of you watching on YouTube, hey, give it a thumbs up, give it a like, say what's up. Uh, it's a pleasure seeing you guys and uh, subscribe. That way, you know, we get to see all these shows. With that said, Meansy, let's start getting into the good stuff. Yeah, well, you know what I like when um, you're coming off like five hours of drunk sleep is a 10 game slate with all sorts of moving parts and news. <laughs> That's really exciting to come back to. Um, yeah, so we're still waiting on, like, the Reggie Jackson news. Like, he's going to be one of the best plays on the slate from a cash game perspective if he's playing. Uh, we don't know that yet. They put him as questionable on the injury report today since it's his uh, back-to-back. 
And I know everyone's like, well, he hasn't played a back-to-back yet since he returned from injury. They've only had one since he's been back from injury, and he sat, did sit that one out. But they're really short on bodies. Uh, that speed, Mikhailik, is he's questionable now too. So, yeah, that we're going to ho- hopefully get that here any minute now because that game starts in 90 minutes. Uh, so we'll see there. Smart got ruled out. You know, Kimbo was already ruled out. Uh, D'Angelo Russell got ruled out. Tristan Thompson got ruled out, just like you said, Roth and uh, Nance is starting. So plenty of um, options here. Um, let me just update my – there we go. All right, so F- F- FanDuel point guard, uh, you just can't play Reggie Jackson unless we know he's playing. So as of now, you got to take him out. There's no late swap. I untagged him on non-late swap sites, kept him tagged on late swap sites. So – I think you're. I mean, be this is one of those things where you got to be ready with two two separate lineups on the on these on Fanduel, and if you're playing on Fantasy Draft, because you got to be ready to put him in if he's playing, because he's going to be a good play. Yeah. And there's no. I'm assuming there's no direct swap like one v one if he is out. Like, let's say he's in for DraftKings and he gets ruled out. Is there like an easy swap? And now I'm kind of jumping ahead. No, not, nothing off the top of my head. I mean, we'll, we might get. I might get to that point, but I, I like Bruce Brown anyways. Who's going to be? He's just going to be an even better play. I already have him tagged on both sides too, so it'd be mainly him. We'll see what they do with Frazier. Um, we'll see who they start, but it's mainly it's mainly Bruce Brown here. So, um, yeah. So point guard, if if we just scratch him out from from uh, from Vanduul, then you're looking at my favorite high end guy is going to be Darren Fox, who's eight three. I like him for the dollar over Trey Young. Um, and then, man, I, I really hope we get Reggie Jackson in because I do not want to play like a Ricky Rubio, but we might have to. He's 5'5", five, five, just been really bad. They, he said, I think it was the, the, their last game. I think it was yesterday. Um, yeah, so I, I really don't want to play him, but we might have to. Uh, other cheap guys, you look like Drogic at 5K, Brogdon's at 6'5". Those are some mid-tier guys. Trey Young up at 9'6 is fine. I would – prefer to save the 1300 down to Fox. So that's mainly what I'm looking at. I don't like point guard two now, um, but I'm basically like locking in Fox, I think. And I don't like it without this Jackson news. So I really hope we get that news that he's in shooting guard. I untagged, uh, I'm so hoarse. I can like, this is ridiculous. Um, I untagged Dinwiddie uh, on FanDuel just because this position got even deeper with uh, the D'Angelo Russell news, because now Damian Lee's 4-5. Like, it was mainly Dinwiddie and Brown for me, for sure. And now you might not need it. I'm still trying Dinwiddie where I can, or trying to get him where I can. Uh, Another cheap guy here is Kevin Hoyter at 5K, and I know a bunch of people like Levert tonight. Uh, I think JSU had him tagged last I looked. And, like, he's fine, but it's like there's so many good plays that, like, he kind of falls down the priority list a little on FanDuel. So... And more, Markeith Morris just got rolled out. This will be a this will be a very fun next twenty five minutes, boys. Um, apparently, uh, in chat, I'm seeing uh, Jackson as a game time decision. I haven't seen it officially, oh, but uh, that's great. Chat. Yep, yep, game time decision. Um, yeah, I'm just checking up, on, catching up on the Twitter here. I'll go through them. I just want to get through this. I'll go through the piss and stuff while JSC's talking. Um, yeah, so those five, basically four like. Brown's going to get an even bigger bump now too. So he's definitely the one I want to lock in. And now you also have like hidden upside with Brown on a, on the non-late swap sites. So like if Reggie Jackson is rolled out, he's like the best play on the slate. So you definitely want to lock in Brown on both sites, but it makes it even better of a play on the non-late swap sites. So yeah, it's mainly Brown and Dinwiddie for me to uh, sum this up a little bit. And then 
your cheap ones are going to be Hoyter and Damian Lee, maybe Levert. Uh, and then small forward is kind of similar problem where we have an abundance of plays. I'm, I'm trying to just get these two Celtics. That's a, like a, that's a big deal. Kimba's out, Smart's out, Canner's on the minutes limit. These are my priorities here. You could make the case that the next guy you could uh, would consider here is Alec Burks. If he was starting, then we'd have a real problem. But since he's coming off the bench, I don't. I'm not. I just can't really trust where the minutes are going to be. And so he would be the next guy at, at small four. But I really want to get uh, Brown and Hayward uh, power forward. Not as clear for me at this position. Uh, but the spin ups I like are Tatum at seven nine and John Collins at. Uh, at eight one, the cheap ones I like are going to be the two Cavs guys. Like Nance is four nine, and Henson is three six. Those guys are going to be a very good place here. I might actually tag one of them um, when JSU's talking. And then like the mid tier options are going to be like Bielitsa at five six, Daniel Tice at five k. Uh, that's pretty much it. And Kevin Love, I, I'll throw Kevin Love into that um, that spin up category with. Uh, that I mentioned with Tatum and Collins, he's fine too. At seven two, that that I don't know seven hundred or seven hundred bucks or whatever might come in handy on FanDuel and then center. I'm going to be looking at. I'm this is definitely definitely a spend up spot for me. Like we have plenty of other value at other spots. Like yeah, sure you can like I rank Deadman high because he is a good point per dollar play, but he's not as good of a point per dollar play as like guys at other positions that are in his price range. So this is definitely a spend up spot. There's not anyone I'm really trying to go out of my way to get, but I'm. There's a select crop of guys that I want to land on. So, like, way up top, it's going to be Drummond at 9-7, Embiid at 8-8, Vooch at 8-6, and Aiden at 8-3. Like, those guys, I'm completely fine with playing any of them. I would prefer to get, like, Aiden or Drummond, I guess. That's kind of – that's the the two opposite ends of the spectrum there, but it's mainly those four that I'm looking at for cash games. Okay, excellent stuff. That was well done for a hungover meansy. Um, Let's talk some tournament takes, JSU. All right. Um, so at point guard, um, Trey Young, obviously on Fandle, De'Aaron Fox are two of the more highly projected guys. I kind of like going down to like this mid-tier where we got like Alfred Payton, who has a great match against Cavs. Cavs struggle against guards. Um, Malcolm Brogdon at 6,500. And then Colin Sexton, like those three guys, I think, you know, you could take two of those three guys or at least one just to kind of differentiate a little bit. Cause I think a lot of people are going to want to, uh, you know, spend up, especially if Reggie Jackson is out and we get that news before lock. If that, if he's not out, then that's one spot where a lot of people are going to have Jackson. They'll probably be able to just spend up for Fox and Trey. So you being in that mid tier will really differentiate you Mm -hmm. uh, in tournaments. Uh, Shooting guard. If you just look at shooting guard on Fandle specifically, there are three guys. There's Bruce Brown. There's Karis LeBert, who I have tagged, who I, I do really like today. And I'll talk about that in a second. And Damian Lee. And if you just look at it, you're, you're going to want at least one of those three guys in your lineup, probably two. A lot of people are going to play two, um, but at least one for sure. I think what you do is you play one of your favorite three, and then you spend up for a guy like Bradley Beal for tournaments at 10-5. I think it's a really high price to pay, but the way he's been playing and just the fact that I think he comes in a little under-owned because of the price – um, it's just a great match against Golden State. Um, Devin Booker is also a good option. Jimmy Butler will come in lower own. But um, I, I do like spending all the way up for one of those three guys, specifically Beal, um, if you have the money. Small forward, uh, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, 
Alec Burks will be the chalk guys, those three guys. I think Kelly Oubre right in the middle of Hayward and Brown is interesting for tournaments. Uh, Miles Bridges with no PJ Washington out. It's good for tournaments. And then if uh, go down a little bit, Glenn Robinson, everyone's going to play Burke at small forward. Robinson might get a little forgotten about. So I do think Glenn Robinson for tournaments is an interesting pivot. Um, power forward, uh, Porzingis, I know has gotten some love. Tatum will be very popular. I kind of like going to Kevin Love now with this news. I don't know if with this news of Tristan Thompson being out, people pivot off of Tatum. I don't think they will because I think Tatum is just by far the favorite play no matter what. Um, and I do think Love, I really like him without Thompson today. I think he, um, you know, can obviously rebound the ball well and they're going to need him to score. Um, and then other guys, Draymond Green, I have tagged. Really love this matchup. This is exactly the type of matchup you want Green for. Yes, the minutes are up and down, but that's why he's such a great tournament play because people are going to be afraid to play him because they'll see 25 minutes one game, 35 minutes another game, 33 minutes, 25. So it's like up and down. That's what scares people. But look at this guy. Like, look what he did last game. He had 25 minutes. He had 16 assists. He scored 50 FanDuel points, and he only had eight real points. I mean, this guy can do it in bunches and steals, blocks, everything. And the Wizards are the perfect matchup. They're going to push the ball. The pace is going to be up and down. That's how Draymond likes to play. And if his guys are making shots, he's going to be racking up assists and rebounds off the pace. So I do like Draymond a lot. Um, Nima Bielitsa at 5,600 I think is also a pretty good tournament play. And then at center, um, I love Aiton. I think it's uh, one of the best matchups on the board against Brooklyn. Um, I get that he'll be very popular for tournaments. So if you need to pivot, I think guys like Vooch and Bede um, are my two favorite. I'd probably go Embiid, Vooch if I had to uh, rank them. But for tournaments, I do like them. Okay. Excellent stuff. Uh, Means, did you update some tags here while JSU was going? I did not. Um, I, I mean, the Markeith news makes me like drumming a little more. There's just like FanDuel has so many good plays at each position. Like we've talked about it before that it's hard to differentiate some of them, mm-hmm. but for a 10 game slate, like it is pretty condensed group. So yeah, to answer your question, no, I did not update anybody. Um, like I like if to, compare of like two guys I talked about, like I like Nance more than Bielitsa in the mid tier for like a power forward too. But if I have the money, I'm just going to play Bielitsa. So like stuff like that. Um, yeah, no updates for me on, on, uh, on FanDuel or, or DK actually. Um, okay, well, let's get into DK. Yeah. So let me get this updated here. So yeah, I have Porzingis and I didn't even mention Porzingis on FanDuel just cause he's more expensive, but the price tag on DK makes him a really, really good play at 7k um and yeah so i have like i said earlier i have reggie jackson tagged here because you have late swap so um once if he does get ruled out which now i think he might but i'm not i'm not really sure once he gets ruled out he'll just get removed from the player pool so you won't have to worry about it anyways um yeah so all right cheap guys here on on dk for for point guard obviously you can put brown here at the point guard if you want and just and boo reggie um, you have Alec Burks at five, three, you have R- R- Ricky Rubio at five, five. I definitely prefer Burks spend ups, similar guys that I talked about over on uh, FanDuel. Um, Darren Fox at eight, two Trey Young at 10 K Dinwiddie less, less so, um, on DK cause he's eight K the price tag just makes way more sense over on uh, FanDuel. 
uh, Brogdon in the mid tier at six three. Um, I get some Wanermaker like Jeff Teague questions. I, I would prefer Teague. Um, still not thrilled with that. Um, but yeah, he's starting, so they're they're thin. So I have no problem with Teague. I would prefer him over Wanamaker if you have the money for sure. Um, and then the, yeah, the cheap the cheap uh, nets. Karis Levert is four seven, and Temple's four K. Those guys are good last pieces uh, for cash games. Uh, that's about it. I, I do like Booker tonight, but I, I like the ceiling more more for tournaments. Uh, let's go shooting guard here. I like using um, actually I like using the shooting guard spot on Burks. You can just start it out with that um, with Jackson Burks and Brown. I like that route because shooting guard isn't that great of a position here. You have the two Nets guys that I mentioned. You have Hoyter. Um, he's a good option too. Five four. We might get some. Who do you prefer between these two guys? I kind of prefer Burks. I think the matchup just kind of sends it over the top for Burks over Hoyter just a little bit. But those guys are both good options. You can certainly play both too. Um, Jalen Brown on DK. I like him as a uh, kind of part of a balance build here. He's seven six, and that is mainly who I'm looking at at shooting guard. No, yeah, that's about it. Beal's too expensive for me for cash games. I think. Uh, yeah, maybe Damian Lee, but yeah, that's about it. All right, so small forward you can definitely use this on Brown. You can um, you can play Siku here. <laughs> he's the min, he's min price. I think he's very much in play for cash games. And you have Jacob Evans also. I'm not certain what they're going to do with Jacob Evans minutes. I don't. The, if you're, I would just. I'll take the question now. But I would rather play Siku over Jacob Evans because like, I trust his minutes more. I'm not. I know Evans is starting, but I'm just not certain how high they're going to go on him. I'm pretty sure we had him at like 20. Uh, so those guys, they're that that route. I guess if you want, if you're going more stars and stars and scrubsy, you can put Siku in there. Because if not, you're if you're not using Brown at your small port, you're probably using one of the Celtics guys. And I mentioned Brown already, uh, and then Jason Tatum's also right there. He's seven five. I would prefer like I would prefer Tatum for uh, if you have the money or you don't. He's cheaper than Brown, so if you are playing one of those guys, I would put in Tatum before Brown. And that's about it for me on uh, – or at small forward. Power forward, you can use the Zinger here. Uh, and then you have Tatum with uh, power forward eligibility. Uh, Siku, who I already mentioned. And then you have Kevin Love. Uh, he's seven one. He's very much in play. You can use – you can, like, use Kevin Love at power forward, put Zinger at center. Uh, Larry Nance, less not, not as good of a play on DK just because he's 5'4" but definitely in play. And then that's mainly the group of guys I'm looking at. Then center, uh, two guys really stand out here for me that are just center eligible. And that's uh, Aiden at 7'7", seven, seven, who I love. One probably If we're talking about guys in the 7K range, not named Porzingis, I think Aiden might be my favorite. Um, and then uh, Drummond, he's been frustrating like the last month or so. The The Fantasy production's been volatile. The minutes have been volatile, but he's nine four. They're thin. Memphis is a, a pace up matchup, so I do like him as he's probably one of my favorite spin ups now on DK at nine four. So those two guys, I uh, I like is just like the center only guys for cash games. Okay, excellent stuff, JSU. Let's talk some GPP pivots, and if there's anything you know weirdly different from DK to FanDuel. Yeah, well, I mean it's kind of in a way similar. Like we have all these cheap. Um, guards really tons of cheap guard play and i think that leads to guys in the higher range for guards specifically that come in a little lower because of it 
Because, mm-hmm. yeah, on DK, there's, there's so many spots where you can have a guard in, but there's just so many good guards to play. And, I mean, like Jeff T is 3,900 on DraftKings. He'll get more ownership than on FanDuel. Like, um, just because of the price difference, Bruce Brown, Alec Burke. So there's just so many guys you want to fit in. But uh, I, again, I'm just going to talk Bradley Beal, just one of my favorite plays. I like spending up for him um, for tournaments. Jimmy Butler, 8,100. Um, Buddy Heald, uh, specifically on DraftKings, but just because of three-point points, I like, I like him a little bit, 6,200. He's one of those uh, tournament guys that has that just like ceiling upside where he has that 50-point upside. Mm-hmm. I know his minutes have fluctuated, but they've also been getting beaten by like 20 or more points in the last – three games. So I think that kind of hurts his upside. If he's not getting that 33 ish minutes, which he might see if the games are a little closer. So, um, I do like buddy. Um, let's see, Kevin Herter. Uh, I think many people are going to play Trey young. They'll play Jeff Teague as like a run back with their Boston guys like Tatum and, uh, Brown and Hayward. I kind of like uh, Herter as a run back just to be a little different for tournaments. At forward, I do like Gordon Hayward. We're projecting right now, I think, 5% ownership off of Tatum's, like, 25%. Um, I think Brown's a little higher than um, Hayward as well. So Hayward seems to be coming in as the third favorite Celtic. And I think, honestly, he's he, for me, is one. If we just I know he's a little bit more expensive, but I think he does a lot of the ball handling, um, setting up all the plays and running the offense more than the other guys. So I, I just prefer the guy with the ball in his hands more, and I think that's going to be Hayward. So I like him the most today um, out of those three guys. And then, um, yeah, power forward. I talked about Love. Nima Bielitsa at 6K. I still like that price. LaMarcus Aldridge at 6,900. I know he's had a rough stretch, but it's still too cheap for the type of player. And in tournaments, I do like it. I think he gets forgotten about. Um you know, Joel Embiid and Vooch are good center plays if you want to pay up. Daniel Tice at 5,600. Now with Larry Nance as a, a center option, power forward center, um, it might lower a uh, guy like Tice's ownership a little bit because um, they're right around the same price. And then Christian Wood at 4,400. Uh, the Drummond minutes have been all over the place. We got Morris out, Seku. They haven't been giving him huge minutes. That this could be a Christian Wood spot, you know, where he gets 22 minutes. If he gets 22 minutes, he could smash. Yeah. Okay. Um, excellent stuff. We've got nine minutes for questions. Means, is there anything else you want to add here, or are you ready for it? I'm ready. Okay. I kind of want to start with the cheapies. Anna Rude had a question in the Discord chat, which is, by the way, where everybody should be. Um, he said, let's add in Henson on DK Cash. Now we've got <coughs> Henson, Siku, Evans. Those are all 3K, I believe. Uh, so can both of you give me Oh, he wants me to – yeah, I got you. Like the pick? Yeah. Yes, exactly. um, I would pick Siku. I would go Siku, Henson, Evans. Okay, JSU, do you have any thoughts on those mega cheapies there? I would – yeah, I would rank them – he said Siku, Henson, Evans. Yeah, I would rank them exactly that way. Okay, excellent. Good work. And remember, we have – and like what you're seeing in our projections now – has Reggie Jackson in, and it has uh, Svi in. So, like, those are two extra guys that could give Siku an even bigger bump. So, so be sure to monitor that stuff as the night uh, progresses. Okay. Uh, let's go to Rogers. He says, any Damian Jones in a FanDuel single entry? Um, 
I don't, I don't have any, I don't really like it. I think there's so much value on this slate. Um, that just like better guys, more consistent guys. Um, so I, I don't like it very much. Okay. Let's go to winner. This is a FanDuel cash question for memes. You want Trey and Nance or Brogdon and Tatum? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I would probably lean the Brogdon Tatum one. Okay. Uh, it's Tyler Jackson, DK Cash, John Collins, or Fox? I kind of slightly lean Fox, but those are both good. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I, too, am falling on Fox in GPPs. JSU, are you okay with that? I mean, I really like the matchup for Fox. I just I, – the ownership kind of has me scared to play him because I just feel like he's going to be really popular today. Um, you know, I thought with Dinwiddie around his price that it might lower his ownership, but again, on DK where you can have so many guards in your lineup, just cause of the multi eligibility, you know, Dinwiddie's point guard and shooting guard eligible. You could play them both. Right. Um, I, I don't have any because of the ownership personally, but it's, we have, we have them at 18% for the record. The last I refreshed. FanDuel, I think, is higher, though. It's like 30. Way, yeah, way higher way over higher. on FanDuel for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, uh, honestly, I think I think personally that people who are not playing – people who are not playing Dimwitty in that exact spot is just going to pivot right to Fox. Like, right. that's the pivot that a lot of people are thinking. Okay. Uh, let's keep going here. Poto DFS says DK Cash, Tatum and Draymond, or Dinwiddie and Brogdon? I would do the Tatum Draymond one. Mm-hmm. We'll go to Jets. This is FanDuel GPP Lee and Love or Brown and Zinger. Um, Lee and Love. Okay, Achilles with the DK Cash question: Booker and Love or Jalen Brown and Dinwiddie? Uh, slightly second one. All right, DK GPP question uh, looks like. Oh. Isaiah Thomas, Garrett Temple, Jeff Teague, or Bruce Brown, last spot? Um, I would go with – I'd be either Teague or Brown for me. Uh, I think that if all these guys – if like Reggie Jackson and Svi are out, I think Bruce Brown – it becomes the obvious better play, but mm-hmm. um, Jeff Teague is probably going to be lower than Bruce Brown in ownership. Okay. Uh, Joe Cole says, FanDuel GPP question for you. Towns and Robertson at small forward or Embiid and Burks? And then have a few Embiid, extra bucks. Embiid and Burks because you're already different with Embiid. Okay. And great. Burks is better than Robinson. Okay. FanDuel single entry, Fox and Jaw or Trey and Rubio? Uh, Fox and Jaw. Was that an answer, or are you just repeating? Yeah, Fox and Jaw. <laughs> that was a, that was a combo, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, it was. Okay. Uh, Joe Traps is DKGPP Reggie Jackson and Draymond or Burks and Triple J. Reggie Jackson and Draymond. We'll go to Will twenty four twenty four twenty four DK Cash John Morant and Burks or Fox and Teague. Fox and Teague. Kimbro says DK Cash is Jaw viable as a last piece. In fact, a lot of people are asking about John Morant. Like a lot really? Okay. Let me look at his price. I'm guessing. Yeah, he's six eight. Yeah, I forgot he's that cheap. I I overlooked him slightly when I uh, went over point guard. 
I forgot he would dip below 7K after that last game. I think it was Friday. Yeah, he's fine as the last piece, sure. Okay. Roto Flamingo, DKGPP, Dame Lee or Buddy? Uh, buddy. Okay. We'll go to Lester, uh, FanDuel Cash. Miles Turner seems very attractive at 5K. Am I missing something? Yeah, the – there's too much opportunity cost at center. There's just much better plays. And there's better, like I said about uh, Deadman, how there's like guys that are at other positions that are similar in price. There's just better cheap stuff at other spots that you should take the cheap stuff at those spots and then pay up at center is my opinion. Okay. So it is a good play, but there are better plays at other. Yeah. Spots. You can make the case that he's underpriced. Sure. But there's like a lot of guys underpriced on FanDuel. So like being a good value on FanDuel hasn't meant a lot lately because there's a ton of value every night. So you just have to kind of like, you know, parse through it and, and prioritize it. So I think you pay up at center. Okay. We'll go to Terrence FanDuel cash. Is it okay to play only one Celtic? If so, who is it? I mean, it, you're, it's definitely one of the small forwards. So it, I think it's okay to play one, yes, because small forward has three good plays and two of them happen to be Celtics. It, but you could go Brown and Burks and not play Tatum at power forward because power forward is loaded. So you could definitely – you're fine with one. Um, I like all three of them, though, still. Okay, great. We'll go to B. Daly. Uh, is Damian Lee viable in DK Cash? Yeah, he's he's like in the high fives, I believe. He's fine as kind of a last piece type of play. Okay, Android says uh, Sexton or Brogdon on FanDuel. That's me. It's Brogdon. Okay. Elk Hunter with a DK cash means I don't think you were getting up to these guys, but Trey versus Beal, who do you prefer? Uh, yeah, uh, that's a good question. I would pros. I don't know. Probably Beal. I think I could see myself getting Beal more because his eligibility at shooting guard small forward probably helps a little more. Point guard has more options. Um, so I guess slightly Beal, but I, I don't feel strongly about it, if you can tell. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll go to M Jazz. DK Cash. Tegan Graham or Jackson and Ja? Two minutes. Can you ask that again? Sorry. Yep. It was DK Cash. By the way, we got about two minutes here. Uh, DK Cash. Tegan Graham or Jackson and Ja Morant? Uh, definitely the second one. If Jackson plays. Okay. We'll go to Decay. Fanduel single entry GPP. Hayward or Ubre? Um, in Fanduel. Oubre. Okay. Pick me Kevin, says DK Cash, Embiid, Nance, and Morant, or Drummond, Dinwiddie, Pascal? Uh, slightly the first one. Big Brexy says, the best 4-4 four, four, uh, four, four or underplay in a DK GPP not named Brown. You got someone, JSU? Uh, Christian Wood is 4-4, four, four exactly. Excellent. Uh, okay. Crossover King, uh, JSU, do you see four Warriors in a Golden Stack Washington game as viable? I think it's viable, but I would prefer three. Okay, great. Derek, any Joe Val and GPPs? Um, you could, yeah, you could play Joe Val and GPPs. Uh, the, the minutes is a little bit of a worry. They give them around 26, 27, but I, I, think, I think you could do it in this matchup. Maybe they give them 30 against Drummond. Okay. I don't understand this next question. I'm sorry, Hags. I'm going to move on. Generic says, uh, any Deadman and DK Cash util? Uh, didn't pop up at all in mine, no. Okay. Uh, Nate says, better DK GPP play, Lee or Burks? Both Golden State guys? Question mark. 
Um, they, yeah, both. I think they're both good. Okay. MLAP, DKGPP single entry. Gary Payton as a point guard pivot. Any interest? Gary Payton, no. Okay. John Tom, DK Cash, Reggie Jackson and Love or Draymond and Burks? For sure, the Jackson one. If he's, you got to play him. If he's, if he's playing, that he's his minutes should be fine. So I'd definitely do the Jackson one. And that should be lock. Okay, that is the lock here. Um, I still for whoever asked that Deadman question on DK, like just play Karis Levert and, and instead of Deadman. I think they're the same price. Yeah. Um, you guys did really well today. I don't know how that was excellently done. Flu game. Is the. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're going to take a few more questions here. We'll hang out for like five more minutes. Uh, this is the question that I, I messed up earlier. I still don't understand. I'm just going to read it. DK Cash, three-way, Teague, Drummond, Nance, Reggie Jackson, slash Love Morant. Does that mean anything to you? I guess he's asking it just a straight 3v3. Oh, yeah, okay. It's just, yeah, okay. It's just, just not space like that's spell, yeah, yeah. So Teague, Drum, and Nance versus Reggie Jackson, Love, and Morant. I would do the second one if if like let's just if Reggie Jackson if they announce that he's playing and they announce he's starting and they don't say they're only like he, they're only going to let him play twenty four minutes or something as long as nothing like that comes out if it's just no, business as usual he's playing he's starting you absolutely have to play him in cash games. Okay, so. I'm making a note of that. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, is Levert as a pivot to Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. Let me see when they're. So, yeah, yes, that's the they question. Start. So, if Jackson is out. 7 30 and 8. Yeah, there you go. So, that if Jackson is out, sure. you pivot to Levert? Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, any thoughts on Kawhi and a DKGPP? I hate to call this, but it's a revenge narrative, I think is what he said. Yeah, revenge. Spot. How about you? Why don't you go look how that went last time against the Spurs? Oh, right. That he was, was not That was vengeful. my answer. That yeah. was my answer, Meansy. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> we hung out all weekend. We're on the same wavelength. I know. Uh, Terrence says, Love is 20% owned in FanDuel Cash. Thoughts? Uh, I, that sounds about right to me. There's a bunch of, there's so many good plays of power forward on FanDuel. Uh, hey, to everybody hanging out on the YouTube. If you like the show, like it, subscribe, and then become a premium member. That way you can do this every day. That's really the answer. So uh, go do that. Let's see. Not starting Wanamaker, Achilles says. I I don't know if that's maybe directed at me. Like if I like him less, I w- would prefer not to play him on a slate like this, even with those guards out. I just, you don't need it. So no, no effect on my end. Okay. Or maybe... He just isn't starting. Yeah, he's not. They're starting Javante Green. Okay. Uh, let's see. We'll take five more questions here. Time to win. DK Cash says, you want Rubio Love Drummond or Sexton Tatum Ayton? Hmm. Slightly in the second one. I don't love Sexton in cash games, but I would still go to the second one probably. Okay. Big Sack has a question. DK GPP. That's a great name. Uh, Paul George, he can get it done in less than 30 minutes. He's currently projected at 27. Any interest? Um, I don't really, I mean, I don't really like it. I know he can do it in under 30 minutes, but that's, it's still like a lot to ask. I, I get what you're saying, but I just prefer my guys 
playing, you know, 30 plus minutes a night or, you know, at 7,800, you want that guy playing 30 plus minutes. I don't care who it is. And I know Paul George is amazing, but I'm just not going to play him because of that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Porzingis or Tatum raw points on FanDuel means? Uh, I'd probably still slightly go Porzingis there. Okay. Uh, TM8 says, DK Cash, what are your thoughts on Levert now that he's starting? I'm still fine. I'm fine with him in cash regardless of his role. Okay. Uh, Kaiser says, in a DK GPP, was Aaron Gordon okay as a last piece? Uh, yeah, he's fine. Okay. Klee Cavs, if Jackson is out, Levert Morant or Fox Siku? I would probably do the second one, if that, the Siku one, if that's cash. Okay, excellent. And with that, we have caught up on all the questions. So we are going to get on out of here. So uh, for Meansy, for JSU, for Dead, working hard behind the scenes, everybody at home, we appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for hanging out with us on this Monday. We will catch you tomorrow. You have been crushed. Crushed.